0: Hello. Yay. I don't know if this is going to work on Facebook. <laughs> hello. Hello. Yay. Hello, Loneese. Yay. Welcome. So, I don't know. My internet's being totally weird right now. Um, Let me... Facebook is like stuck. It does a three, two, one countdown, and it's stuck on one on Facebook. And I'm like, okay, well, uh, that doesn't work very well. (laughs) Okay. So maybe I'm not streaming on Facebook today. Okay. Okay. It didn't want to do it. Let's see. One more time. All right. Let's see go live three, two, one. One. <laughs> okay. It's not gonna work. That is totally fine. It's really funny. I was gonna, oh, do you know what's funny is I'm I'm trying to do it um live on my public profile and spirits like you're not supposed to be there. You're supposed to be in the magical mothering group and you're trying to do something sneaky right now. Oh man, I just got caught. Let's see, three, two, one. If it goes and I know that I've like, okay, no, just not supposed to do it. Perfect. Well, we're on Zoom. Hello, Loneys. Thanks for being here on Zoom with me. I'm glad you're not on Facebook today and you're joining me here.
1: Yeah. Right? I know Um, that worked out so perfect.
0: I know. So... I've been saying it the past few days, so maybe people will know to hop on the Zoom instead of the Facebook if I'm not there. Mm -hmm. So today's theme is how to be in action while being in the divine feminine. Because being in action in and of itself is a very masculine quality. And Mm -hmm. again, if we want to look at that, like the majority of our being, um, is divine feminine. The sun being masculine is far away. So that just, it's our life support, right? The mm-hmm. the masculine should be our life support. It should be what gives us energy creates that, that, you know, when you live in the dark, all of our hormones and we become very imbalanced. So we need the sun. We need that energy. I had, um, someone in patreon that was like i don't really i don't want to resonate with the sun can we use the moon as the alternate i'm like no that's just more divine feminine we have to have some sort of a, a counterpart so the sun is vital we can't be here without the sun if the sun decides to go one way or another even just a little bit boop, there we go off the right <laughs> we are not here so it's so important to have that. Um, The other aspect is, so if we are in divine feminine action, that seems that action is not the right word because action is a masculine component. So it's an interesting thing even looking at our language and seeing that our language doesn't really have the way to communicate anything to do with the divine feminine it's just not there like we have the word flow right I guess that would be just being flow that okay that's a divine feminine aspect look at water right
1: mm-hmm. it's
0: a movement always but it's not we wouldn't say that that water is an action like when you look at water going down a river, we wouldn't say, oh, that, that water is in action. It's really,
1: really acting. Yeah. It's really-, really trucking on down there.
0: It's really, it's really working hard to, you know, but so I guess that is, we really only have examples in nature of how the divine feminine works. We've been so removed from the divine feminine because of the past 6 7000 years of solely focusing on masculine patriarchy action conquering destruction really that like extreme and so can you think of any other aspects in nature i'm thinking maybe like clouds like the movement of clouds i wouldn't say like oh those clouds are in action <laughs> like I it's it's more of a movement
1: so well action can happen from them but it's because of like the accumulation and the push and the pull and it's still part of that flow it's like not like one particulate is like okay you guys get together and make this storm happen you know?
0: <laughs> I, there's no control yeah So when you think of water, try to contain water. You you can't, like you have to have a vessel, right? And even then, as soon as that vessel is filled, it's overflowing and water continues to do what water does. When I think about the majority of women, including myself, I think of structure, control, schedule, um, really and this was this was me i i still have bouts of it but it's it's much less common of like trying to push my ideals of what i need onto others so that others can give that to me <laughs> instead of me realizing oh i need this and creating it for myself i used to have those expectations on my partner or my husband or my kids or any other, right? Any other, when we go to, when we are in, we still do that probably with our family of like, we expect our mother to be loving. We expect our father to be this way. We expect our siblings to behave somewhat rationally like human beings. And when they don't, we're like, why do that? We want you to do that. So um, it's like We
1: connect them to, because they're part of our experience because they're so close with us, especially with the family. I think, especially the, in our household, because we want to part of like creating what we want is creating our environment that way. And when we're battling against other people who are trying to create a different environment, then there can be like that control, you know? I feel that in my own house, even just with the little things of like, you know, I'm like Gary. Sometimes it's like, well, I want it like this, and I'm just like, I don't, you know. (laughs) Or and there's compromise, you know, and and then there's like struggle because it's like, how much do you compromise? And yeah, sorry. Go ahead. No, and I love
0: it because then and then we bring up boundaries are inherently masculine. And so when we look at how usually I, just looking at like trauma culture right now and people that are realizing that maybe they had narcissist parents or maybe that their parents were um, emotionally immature or these things, there's a ton of people like, "Well, just cut them out. And it's like, mm-hmm. whoa, that's a big bout. Like that's a big boundary. And I get that some people need to do that if it's a heavily abusive situation, and yet, oftentimes our inner child is even more traumatized by that response. If we have a therapist that are like, "Why are you still talking to your mom?" You know, and you are like, "Our inner child still needs our mom, it's our mommy." I, yeah, and yeah. so there's a lot of trauma response that is equally masculine trauma. <laughs> response happening in this culture rather than this divine feminine response of learning how, like so much of my own journey and what I've taught is learning how to use our own higher self, our own magical mother to love on our on our inner child so that we're not looking for that from our mothers anymore. So that we can look at them as human beings, look at them in their own neuroses or their own lacks or their own aspects and say this is where they're at in their journey and I don't need to make it a part of my journey anymore Um, and even one step further looking at where we're perpetuating those generational themes with our own children because I feel like if we cut out and deny that and like, nope, I'm just going to cut them out. And they're over there again. This is useful for some people, but I would not say, I'd say it's more rare that they're an extreme trauma and abusive person definitely needs to be cut out of your life. That was not the case for my own mother and my family members. So what I do like about having them in my life is that I get to see how I'm perpetuating or how I'm doing those things in my own family that I swore I wouldn't do. Because if I just curtain it all and say, nope, they're not in my life anymore. Yeah.
1: Then then you can pretend how much better you are than that.
0: (laughs) And I get to put (laughs) blinders on thinking that I don't have that in my life.
1: Yeah. And
0: that can cause Again, that's very toxic masculine of just creating such a hard boundary that you're creating walls and, you know, what does water do? Water will, water will erode those. They will make a pathway.
1: Yeah. So just give me a little time.
0: And so I'm, I'm, this came up, this whole taking action in the divine feminine came up because the past two days we've been digging in our root cellar. And this was a hole that we started digging that actually filled up a lot of the uh, sandbags that we used to make the wall. We actually used that hole right where it was. So we weren't like driving down and getting uh, clay from down at the other side of the property. And we started digging in it and I realized how, like what a spiritual practice digging a hole with a pickaxe (laughs) is like, it's it's not easy it's it's constantly having to chip away and yet right now it's like calling to us all of 2022 we did not dig out a single speck of dirt from this hole and literally that's all we've done the past 2 days is dig and remove dirt from this hole and now we can see where all the clay's going to come from put onto the walls and it's 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 just magic in that way that it doesn't really feel like work. We're not forcing ourselves to do it. It's This is what is being presented and it's the perfect timing. And so, and I love that it's correlating with this waxing gibbous moon right right now, which is the action taking part of the moon. So if action is inherently masculine, what if we create a different word? Flow is fine, but I don't, I don't know if I just don't resonate with it because it's so feminine.
1: (laughs) It feels like flow can be like, it's almost like you could be, you know, like there's a pushing aspect, but it's Mm -hmm. like, who's driving that force? And if you're just going with the flow, it's like, are you, you know, there's still like, yeah.
0: Thank you. There's some sort of creation. There's a lack of co-creation in a flow where you are just being directed and told and pushed into the next aspect rather than taking conscious uh, awareness and conscious steps in the direction. That Mm -hmm. is so spot on Lonis. Thank you. Um, Any
1: like movements?
0: Yeah. I'm trying, a little to think of, more I'm trying to think of mm-hmm. what it's called when water. I have this really good book right here, and it's called the Word Finder book. Ooh,
1: cool. That sounds awesome.
0: <laughs> so let's look up water in here and see... Hmm, so this just gives like types of water, murky, brackish, gentle, golden. So let me look at movement instead because that's more what we're looking for, I think. It just happens to be associated with water. Movement, accentuate, accomplish, attempt, avoid, cease, control. Diminish, affect, enliven, facilitate, hamper, induce. That's really not the words we're looking for.
1: Okay.
0: Move. Uh, strategic. Again, these are so masculine. Um, so it'll. I'm. I'm gonna enjoy kind of looking through. So let's look up flow. Right. Let's see if that gives us something in here that might play, uh, divergently, torturously, incessantly, lazily, mutily, sluggishly, inevitably. So these are things babblingly, lyrically. These are how it can flow. <sighs> yes. But even just the awareness that our language, because for the past 7,000 years of our language development, it's been encompassed in a masculine, dominating, life deteriorating or life controlling, life forcing culture rather than a life honoring divine feminine. Even our work, it's like
1: yeah, well, like so many things have been split for masculine, masculine and feminine, just like in other languages. Like you were talking about the other day, like El Sol and La Luna being masculine and feminine. But I always thought that that was like, where, why, you know, where are the words that are the encompassing words, you know, did, yeah.
0: That's such a great thing as Mm -hmm. well. Yeah. Cause not only are we lacking words in the divine feminine, but we also lack words where they are neutral right? Mm -hmm. Where they would be encompassing the whole. So there's a movement, there's a flow, there's a force in water and it, it's all of those things, but then where's the soul, right? Which is this Mm -hmm. divine masculine, divine feminine unified. Where's the soul in that movement? Where's the consciousness? Where's the awareness within that movement? And so, you know, just throwing in front of the word action, conscious action or aware action, you know, it doesn't, It it's still, it's down there. <laughs> hmm. Yeah.
1: So I yeah. maybe, what was it? Oh, sorry. Go ahead.
0: <laughs> I was saying, so maybe there's not, maybe this is something that I'll kind of unravel like so many other things have throughout these lunar cycles of these these words that we use regularly and and even having an action phase of the lunar cycle seems kind of preposterous now <laughs> now that i'm i'm saying that i'm like it's still the lunar cycle the lunar cycle maybe urges is that feel like Maybe this urge or, hmm, maybe let's see if that is a little bit more. Okay, so an urge is biological, evolutionary, irresistible, sudden, strong, deep-seated, universal, self-satisfying. It can be demon-like, rarely, or creative. So urge, where the water is urged, it has this urgency right or maybe a slowness i was watching this thing and and the water was like slowly leaving a leaf it, it was like it was pulling all the nutrients that it could out of the leaf before it fell and got you know so heavy that it had to fall so urge seems more both rather than Because both Divine Feminine has urges, Mm -hmm. right? And then the Divine Masculine would have urges. They both have these desire. Um, So, yeah, so the fact that it's like, it's natural, right? This biological, evolutionary, irresistible sensation that, but then again, lacking consciousness, lacking awareness like the urge takes over us instead of being in conscious awareness that this feels so this is what my entire being wants to do right now and so I'm going to do that I think a lot of it has to do with intuition as well when Mm -hmm. we are not sensitized to our intuition. We tend to miss out on the cues that our intuition is leading us. Maybe when we've ignored our body for a long time, we ignore those cues of those. I really like, it's a whole being, <laughs> it's my whole body. And that, that, we don't have a lot of language to describe cues from our body, from our soul, from our intuition. Mm-hmm. I'm sure in Ayurvedic or in Hindu culture, they, they most likely have more language around that because their culture has been developed around those knowings but in the western english world of civilized people we have ignored and denied our body our urges our intuition mm-hmm. and that's actually that's actually promoted and what is deemed acceptable do the work even if you don't like it do the thing even if it feels hard. You made a goal, stick to it. Like how many times these things that we've been taught to deny our entire physical revulsion of something for the sake of the greater good, but is that really for the sake of the greater good or is that for the sake of corporate greed? Or the industrial revolution, or big business, or pharma, or all these things? are we taught these for our, our greater good, or for something's greater good? Mm-hmm. But I don't think it's for the individual. It's not for the individual's greater good. And when we lived in a tribe, did we really force? people who had a natural inclination towards pottery to go hunting no because that didn't make sense like no you are so good at this thing but we don't want you doing that thing you have to go do this thing that you're really bad at that would make everybody suffer
1: right but you're built for hunting (laughs) you need to yeah
0: right but that doesn't Mm -hmm. that doesn't make sense because they would watch so in a lot of uh indigenous cultures prior to the age of seven children were not even given or looked at as distinguishable genders they were just children and not until they went through certain um rituals or uh aspects did they actually step into that gender So for the first seven years, the entire village would see what these children's natural inclinations were towards. What they naturally gravitate, oh, that one really loves making tools. Well, there you have it. They're going to be, we're going to give them the bones and let them just sit and see what they create Or this one is always around the hides. They're always getting into the hides. They're always, you know, playing there. This one's always out in the fields collecting all the flowers and the plants. And they would see what these individuals' natural inclinations were. And it would be so silly for them to be like, Yes, you're really good at identifying and uh, distinguishing between all the plants that you've ever come across with, but you're not going to do that. You're going to go, you're going to go work with bones. That would be silly. And so I guess that's the type of action that I'm trying to find a word for. The natural inclinations, and I don't have a natural inclination to dig. In fact, I really would like to rather be quite more lazy than shoveling and pickaxing. I'm. My mom used to call, my mom recently said that about Skye and she's like, oh, Skye takes after you, like saying that she was lazy. And I'm like, I'm not lazy. How dare you? But I realized my mom is OCD. And so from her perspective, I'm very lazy. I do not have an inclination to hyper, like, I don't deep clean my house once a week. I don't do all these things her way. So I've been put in that picture and I'm like, I really do enjoy casually meandering through the woods. I enjoy like creating or crafting i enjoy i don't enjoy cleaning i have to be very inspired and it maybe only happens once a year of a deep clean you know maybe 6 months if my family's lucky but it's like not my thing like and so where are we naturally inclined and why are we why are we squashing this i guess is where are i've realized that my husband works better when i just stand and chat with him he actually gets more done when i follow him around and just connect with him which is really interesting so it's not that he he'll get a lot done anyway but i've noticed that even on my rest weeks when i took my rest week and sat in a chair and watched him build he was actually more productive and got more done and enjoyed doing his work more, just having me present there.
1: My husband's the same way.
0: And so as the divine feminine holding space for action to be created, whether that action is coming through us or through another, I think there is something to what are we naturally inclined to? To be and to do. And I guess that goes back to doing some inner child work around this, right? Because I, Lonise, I know you've got a whole studio right there full of art supplies (laughs) that have called to you. And so you are naturally inclined to create, to create, right? Whether Mm -hmm. it's art or like you, that is what you enjoy doing. And so it's an interesting thing how still in our adult lives, we're still searching for what we're what we're meant to be doing. I'm still searching for what it is. It's like evolving. I'm like, well, I'm not just a herbal, like I don't, I'm not just an herbal priestess. I'm not just a medicine maker. Like I'm, and I'm realizing that a mystic is encompassing a lot more of who and what I do. That's not an acceptable profession in the United States of America. <laughs> What do you do for a living? I'm a mystic. You know, <laughs> here's my card. <laughs> yeah, here you go. That's what I do. And yet, unraveling that and understanding that—that's why I have felt so lost. Because you don't fill out a test to become like there's there's that's not an op- that's not an A, B, C, or D option. And so I wonder how many of us have been contorted into believing that we needed to be something acceptable instead of being what we were naturally inclined to be. Mm -hmm. Which maybe is you have a creative process where you sit and be for three months and then something is created after that only every four times a year, every season but that's not acceptable, right? Like in the mainstream world, only producing a lot of something is acceptable. And yet Lonice, I can talk about, cause I've known her for over six years now. And I've seen that she has a, like y- you have a process
1: mm-hmm. and
0: sometimes there's these spaces that come between it. And maybe if that was honored as your natural inclination that you almost like build up, build up, build up, build up, and then it's created, and then it's build up, build up. And if you knew that only every season, maybe only every three months needed to be a final product, there would be a shift. There wouldn't be this pull and this frustration and this this urgency to always get the next project done because you would know, nope, it's gotta build up again. Mm-hmm. Got to build up, and then it'll come out, and then it has to build up again. And that building up phase might take two and a half months, and the creation phase might only take two weeks.
1: <laughs> but it'll probably be like the thing that I do for that two weeks too, just like just in such inspired action over that.
0: Yes, yes. Does that make sense? Like, and I and I can only say that because I know
1: mm-hmm.
0: you, and I've you know. uh so I think it's this I think there's such and I I feel that that is the lunar cycle, right where the first week is this intention, the next week is this inspired action, and then we release it all and then we rest. There's only one week in the lunar cycle of movement of inspired action and that doesn't mean that like we don't do anything if but It can also mean that, yes, maybe we don't do anything. Like, we have to give ourselves... We don't have to. We get to give ourselves permission to allow for the divine feminine to... I was going to say flow through us, but... allow... I really liking this natural inclinations. Like children do it really well. They're like I don't want to do anything today. And what do we do? Well you have this plan and this plan and this plan and we got to go do it and they're like but I don't I don't want to do anything today. My kids are like it's just cloudy. It's winter. I don't want to do anything today. And it's like okay well you're not going to sit on video games so you can find something, you know. Like I know that that's what you want to do. <laughs> And even then, there's this aspect of that's fine. You don't have to do anything, but you're still only going to play video games for two hours. So if, if you don't want to do anything, that's fine. And so I think we need to give ourselves permission to do that too. If I mean, not everybody has the luxury of um, being able to do that. And I know that I'm very fortunate and blessed that I've chosen to live a very different lifestyle. That I don't have to go and do the nine to five. I don't have to make the money. And I don't have to get the paycheck to pay for the, the rent and the utilities and all that kind of stuff. So I get that what I'm saying is not possible for everybody, but I was there only six years ago. I was in that circumstance. I was very stressed out. I did have to pay the mortgage and the bills and the come up with all the money. And it was stressful. I watched a video of six years ago from New Year's and I I was so skinny. <laughs> I was like so skinny. And I, I was like, I had no sleep. I was incredibly stressed out. And I was running after a four and five year old all day long while staying up until 10 or 11 o'clock at night, building a business and then waking up at five o'clock with a child who woke up at five o'clock every morning, no matter what time, like, and my husband was like, don't you want to like, I'm like, no. I don't want to go back there. I don't mind. I'll start doing yoga again. I would like to tone up my body if that's what feels good, but I'm not interested in looking like that because I know what came with all of it. Like that was not health. That was exhaustion. That was frustration and stress. And I think we look at some of these people I think we look at sometimes these people outside of us and go, wow, they're, they've got it all. They can do it all. But we don't see the sheer mountain that is on top of them. So, yeah. So I'm excited to um, kind of look into more. And maybe this really awesome word finder book will help me find some more divine feminine ways of communicating versus trying to throw something before a masculine word conscious action or aware action is not like that doesn't solve the problem for me mm-hmm. do you have anything that you would like to share before we before we close out Monice?
1: um <laughs> No, not Perfect. really. I think honestly, my only thoughts were I was thinking it might have to be two words, but not necessarily like a feminine word before a masculine word, yeah. but just because of how our language is so split yeah, maybe finding the two you know or something it might have to be a a melding to get it like on it, you know, but
0: I, I agree and I recently, I finally came up with the 13 lunar cycle names for the book. I'm like, oh my gosh. Like so much of what's happening right now is me letting go of like the way that it's supposed to be. And just like, I'm not going to push this anymore. I know that this book, these books are coming through me and I'm just going to like wait until there's inspiration. I'm not going to force it anymore. I'm not going to do that. And yeah every single lunar cycle is not, is no longer a one word. It's not the celestial lunar cycle. Let me see. I have it right here. It's, um, so it's interesting how you just said that because it's the, um, grounding in Gaia or the celestial awakening life honor. Like there's, there's more than one word. If I just said grounding, well, are we grounding in our body? Are we grounding to the earth? Are we grounding in a practice? Are we ground, mm-hmm. we need more words. <laughs> like, instead of bringing them down to less, we actually need more words to describe what we're doing and what's happening. Rather than less, so thank you for saying that because I think that's exactly it. There's, it's not going to be flow or urge. Mm It's going to be a statement, right? Yeah, yeah, I think so. So I'm excited. Let me know, and yeah, yeah, the recording. Let me know what you guys think about. Throw. Let's make a. Let's make a little thing on Facebook or in the Discord of just some words, some divine feminine words for being in our natural inclination yeah so and we can kind of create some words around that uh but first we have to find our natural inclination right that's part of this remembering process
1: (laughs) yeah
0: yeah well thank you so much for being here
1: Yes. Thank you. I love you
0: for your insights and your, uh, I love it. So thank you. And I'll see you tomorrow.
1: Okay. Sounds good. Bye-bye.